crisis management program was extremely effective. So over 90% of respondents said that risk management is extremely or very important, but only 45% said their programs, the risk management programs themselves, are extremely to very, very effective. GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. On today's episode, I sit down with Gina Hortatzos, Logigate's Chief Marketing Officer. We talk about Logigate's Risk Management Decision Maker Survey titled Operational Resilience, the New Paradigm of Risk. Now, Gina shares with us why the survey was conducted, who participated, and the most interesting insights that our team received. Now, you can find the ebook that we discussed today by visiting Logigate.com and checking out the Resource Center to download. And speaking of books, we talked to Gina about her personal summer reading list. So now here's my conversation with Gina. Gina, welcome back to the podcast. It's great to have you again. Thanks. It's great to be here. Very excited to talk to you today, Megan. Absolutely. And I feel like it was just yesterday that we were talking about how businesses were preparing for the global pandemic. We talked about business continuity. We talked about business resiliency. And it was over a year now that we've come together. And now we're here on the heels of a really exciting research project that Logigate recently released, a really important risk management decision maker survey. And so today I'm excited to get your thoughts on that. Tell us more about the, the research that went into it, the results of that survey, and share with our listeners today. So let's get started. Why was the survey conducted and what was the end goal that you and your team had in mind? In a way, it felt like a very short year because like you said, it almost feels like yesterday, but in a way it was a very long year. What happened over the past year and when we were talking about business continuity and we were talking about resilience, that all remains true. I was just looking at an article this morning The article was titled, What Has Changed Forever? I haven't read it yet, so it would be really interesting to read that later. But the goal of the survey was just to kind of understand the current state of people who make decisions around governance, risk, and compliance, and how they should be running their risk management programs, what their view is of their risk management programs, how they see the role of technology, and how all this has changed over the past year. We went in with a thesis that, you know, we've conducted the survey before. It was about a a little over a year ago. And we suspected that a lot of things had changed. And we were also suspected that some things had remained the same. So we wanted to understand some of those sentiments. And we also wanted to provide data to risk management decision makers so that they could better benchmark their organizations, their their organization's appetite for risk and approach to risk management versus their peers. So part of it was for our understanding just to kind of get a gauge on what these folks who make decisions every day regarding risk and risk management for their companies, how they were feeling, what they were thinking about, and also provide data for them to help to make smarter decisions about those programs moving forward. And who did you want to talk to? Who were, what were the roles of the individuals that participated in this survey? We tried to talk to a diverse group 
while having enough people in each group to be able to make some smart analysis so it could be useful for a wider swath of people. Job roles ranged from C-suite to executive or senior VP or director to senior manager. We had a really good representation of various industries, financial services, healthcare, hospitality, retail, high tech, fintech, a lot of SaaS companies in there, as well as other industries like manufacturing, energy, and business services. We also tried to talk to people from a range of different business sizes, from about 100 full-time employees to over 10,000. So a nice swath of folks, and we actually did find some interesting analysis from different customer segments and different industries. And it sounds like you had great inclusion in mind when you reached out to folks to participate in a survey, which allows people from every different industry to really get a lot of benefit from this report and this the, the research that you've conducted. So while talking to a lot of different folks in a lot of different organizations and different roles, what are some of the questions that they were asked to answer? First of all, we wanted to understand what their role was in risk management in their organization. So we asked a series of questions, just trying to understand how they make decisions, who they talk to, who they collaborate with within their organization. We also wanted to understand what their biggest concerns were in 2021 as it relates to various categories of risk, operational risk, strategic risk, reputational risk, and macroeconomic risk. We got some really interesting insights from those different parameters. We also ask questions such as the information that's collected and the insights that are gathered. What information are they responsible for sharing with the board? So how do they actually use the data? How do they use the insights that they gather from their risk programs to provide that visibility to the board and also to help make better decisions in their organization? I know that is really meaningful. That's been a topic of a lot of conversations I've had As far as what should I be sharing with the board, we recently had an episode with Emily Heath and she shared that, you know, she sits on a board. She also shares insights to her board. And she so she sees it from both perspectives. And I think that guidance, people are always hungry for what what are people being asked to share? What do they want Mm -hmm. to share, et cetera? So that's great. Now, was there a statistic that surprised you and your team the most based on the response of the survey? I would say, so as we talked about, The past year has sort of been a long year. We've all been through a lot. I would say that what surprised me the most is that even though 91% of respondents said that risk management is extremely to very important for their organizations, when we asked a little bit more detail about how effective they felt that their risk management program was, much fewer participants felt like their risk management program was extremely effective. So over 90% of respondents said that risk management is extremely or very important, but only 45% said their programs, the risk management programs themselves are extremely to very, very effective. So that tells us that there's a lot more work to do, even from these respondents who, again, are risk management decision makers and executives. I think they feel like they've got a lot more work to do, even though I think that they've they've been sort of called to action as, as part of the, the response to the pandemic. Wow. And you just said something really important there. And I read it in the ebook that was released and, you know, goes in depth in regards to these survey results. So I encourage everyone listening to definitely take a peek at this. But what advice would you give to those 43% of responders who are 
still using processes like emails and SharePoint and spreadsheets to manage their risk programs. I think that risk management decision makers, they probably understand what the shortfalls are of using manual methods like emails and spreadsheets to manage risk programs. Those methods are prone to error. If you miss something or if someone goes out on vacation or you miss key, you know, you're looking at an email and you're trying to key in the information and do a spreadsheet somewhere, that process of managing risk is in itself risky. And I think a lot of risk management decision makers understand that because it's their business to understand that. And I think that sometimes the reticence is just good old-fashioned inertia. We've been doing things the same way for a really long time. The pain of same does not yet outweigh the pain of change. And even though these techniques are often very manual, very error-prone, very heavy lift, and certainly people sometimes feel like they could be spending their time in better ways than rekeying data into a spreadsheet, it's still something that's familiar. It's still something that's super accessible that anybody can use. So I would actually caution against inertia. And really understand, like, if you think it's that important, but you're still using the equivalent of like post-it notes or whatever to manage your risk programs, understand that there are really cutting edge and state-of-the-art solutions that are out there that don't require, you know, a huge IT department to administer and that allow you to collect everything in one place and kind of reduce that risk of error, risk of missing something, risk of just not knowing the big picture. Well, you said it best, you know, it's, you know, the inherent risk that happens when you manage your process this way. And I think really what this survey allows folks to do is to understand what others are going through. What does the market share? They have that can help them also to define and create a more of a business case. But I think where yeah. the risk cloud meets customers really well, especially those folks that are moving from an Excel spreadsheet to a technology that can feel like a big jump. But I know from the risk cloud exchange and the risk cloud, the things that we're doing to meet customers where they are is really about driving efficiency and improving their process, de-risking that concept of managing risk management, but in a way that's approachable and intuitive and scalable. So this has been a really great discussion about what fueled this survey this year around, what the respondents kind of shared with you. And I would encourage everyone to check out this ebook. This is a great resource for anyone in different roles within risk and compliance. A last question for you, Gina. We've been talking a lot about LogiGate's ebook. We would love to know what books are you reading right now? We are preparing for the summer months. I'm sure you have a beach reading list that you might be considering, but what are you reading now? What's on your what's on your list outside of these great ebooks from LogiGate? I subscribe to a service called Goodreads. I don't know if you've heard of Goodreads, but they send me an email like every week with their top picks. I actually have not picked my summer beach read yet. I feel like we're super far from like my kids are still in school and it's kind of cold outside here in Chicago yet. So I haven't picked my beach read yet, but I, I will. But I have two nonfiction books that I've got on my one's on order and one's on my nightstand. Um, I'm reading a marketing book called Obviously Awesome by April Dunford. It's a book about messaging and positioning geared towards SaaS startups. So kind of sharpening my saw and my on my craft. And I'm on waiting for my copy of Adam Grant's Think Again. So just kind of helping us understand 
our own biases and helping us understand how to better understand the points of views of, of others. I'm looking forward to digging into that one. Oh, great. Those are two I want to put on my list too. So thank you for sharing with us. And thank you for joining us today on another episode of GRC and Me. It was great talking to you, Megan. And, and if you want to download the ebook for yourselves, please go to Logic Gate's website and it's like right there on the homepage. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.